Hey y'all, welcome back to The Boys. Uh, Noah and I are actually walking outside at the moment. Enjoying Mother Nature. Madre. What's nature in Spanish? Don't I don't know. Not, not, not my forte there, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I got a... I got two A pluses in Spanish one and Spanish two. I did too. Shout out my boy Nick. <laughs> By that you mean that he helped you study. Um very yes. hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just like my friend Matias Vera. Shout out. Helped me study a lot. Anyways, guys, as we're walking on this trail together, we kinda just wanted to talk to y'all about getting out in the world. Being um being an active member in in society, not becoming self uh, secluded, and you know, um, just generally caring about the well being of others and uh, our society. I think this has really been exacerbated during the start of COVID, wouldn't you say? Oh, without a doubt. I think uh, I was talking to another friend the other day about it, but I feel really bad for the children growing up in COVID, having to oh. watch everybody in mask, you're not actually seeing facial expressions, um, missing just a lot of basic interactions that children need. Yeah. Yeah. There's a time when children couldn't go out and play. Imagine not being able to go out and play during recess. When we grew up as children, like we were always out. I mean, I feel like I was, I was out in the streets probably up until middle school where video games really became a heavy thing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it's just a lot of kids are missing out on that time outside, interactions with other people. <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm kind of afraid of the generation of weirdos we're about to throw out into the world. Yeah, I, I am worried about the millennial parents teaching their children how to be normal, I guess. Well, there's not necessarily a, a, a normal now. Everything's just kind of different. People yeah. act different towards each other. I think we're all a little more on edge because we're like, ooh. Or, I mean, more towards during the pandemic and that, because you, you're, you're afraid. Yeah, you're afraid people are going to get you sick. And now that attitude of being by yourself is carried forward. Yeah, so it's not just children either, right? Oh, like, for sure. I think almost every single part of our society has gotten a lot farther away from each other. Like, a physical separation and actual interaction with people helps you understand the world a little bit better. Yeah. And when you're not dealing with people every single day, and you're only dealing with your family or you're only dealing with uh, the certain circle of people that you've chosen, that's not the real world, right? Like that's just- That's your little view. That's your lens into the into the world. Yeah, that's really only, um, you just head back. Yeah, we've come to a little impasse here. We're trying to figure out where we're gonna go. Yeah, we're trying to figure out. Gentlemen. I don't really know how you get around. You're just, just trying, trying to- Are you trying to step over yeah, that? Let's just walk this way. Sorry, yeah, we're just trespassing on new builds. Don't mind us. Um, and we're sorry this one isn't uh, recorded on camera. It's going to be our first full audio one. And it's weird. You know, like, all of ours have been on video, and a lot of them have been remote. So even going back to the isolation thing, like, I guess it was easier for us to get used to that normal because we always got to talk to Borden over, you know, online. Yeah. And that's become more and more, I don't know, just normalized. I'm not sure if that's the right direction for society be to be going. But I think it is the way of the future where people oh, are more isolated. And definitely the way of, like, I, I've been talking to a lot of my co- or actually went out with my direct supervisor today. We went and got some food. Yeah. And uh, she brought me lunch. It was really nice. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we were talking about, and I, I was telling her I don't feel as comfortable with my group, you know, as I normally do in past jobs because I we only come in. We only all see each other maybe once a month. 
And so I just don't have any connection. Most of them were already working together before yeah. I came into the group. So, you know, they all have that rapport built. Mm-hmm. For me, it's kind of hard to penetrate that. Because one, I'm a man. They're all women. And two, I'm a... Uh, ever since COVID. My social skills have... Yeah, almost diminished a little plum- bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plummeted by a decent portion. Uh, what you were talking about before is, you know, how they have that rapport built between each other. I've noticed that I've had interactions with people that I work with online that have not been necessarily the most positive interactions. You know, it's more of like a, you know, an email back and forth, like, hey, I need this done. And it's like, okay, I did it. Here you go. But I actually started scheduling Zoom meetings and calls with um, the agents that I work with since I work in real estate and some other team members, some cross-functional team members too. And those I call them little coffee chats or, or whatever. And those really helped. Uh, and it's funny the way that we treat people when we actually feel like we know them a little better. I think it's just easy to be this isolated and be like, well, damn, I don't know this person. They don't know me. I don't even know what they look like. Yeah. That, 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 level, uh, that level of removal over email or Slack or whatever internal communication you use, the gap between you recognizing that as a real person with feelings and like, this is just a void that I throw this message to, this is some icon on a computer and they give me what I want. Yeah, kind of just throwing it out there like a Facebook message. Yeah. You know, like, damn, treat me. Like, I got a message from an agent today. It was pretty mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, she was just coming off, was, we talked about this before and it was completely her fault. And I took the blame, I just sat there and ate it. It's like, it's not worth the fight. She's worth more of the company than I am. But there's, if I feel like if I had met her before, if we actually yeah. knew each other, I feel like she actually would have, you know, maybe messaged me directly instead of bringing in a lot of other higher up people to dunk on me. CC, your manager, yeah. your director, all that. Maybe we could have talked that out directly and I could have told her, explained to the situation a little bit better rather than just accepting blame and eating it. Yeah. And you know what, Noah? I wouldn't put that at 100%. That's how it would go, that it would be better. <laughs> but I would put it at around 80% that that interaction would have gotten differently if y'all had a rapport in person, yeah. if y'all had met before, spoken to each other, interacted, gotten a feel for each other and the, your communication style, the, what you guys think, what you guys wear, like what you guys like to talk about. All that sort of stuff is super important in building a relationship with someone. And when you have no relationship with someone, you don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, don't you don't care. care. About their feelings. You know, it's just like a, a screen, you know, like, and you don't care about a character in a video game. Right? Right. And that's all it is when, and when work becomes like that. And I think this is what maybe the next step for really, really, really good companies is when they find this good balance between working from home and having these in-office interactions, because quite frankly, I think do, things do get faster and are done better if they are in office Yep. because you don't have to wait on a message or an email to be replied to. You can just directly talk to yeah. a person. Just have an interaction. And I think that the companies that do that well are the companies that the best workers are going to want to work for. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get the best results out of their workers because their workers are going to understand like, hey, this actually is not like a family. You know, I, I don't think yeah, you gotta be wary to be like that. Of any- any company that calls it a family. Yeah, family. I think it needs to be, these are my peers. These are people that I respect. Not just NPCs, which that to me is one, like, I love saying it. Like, I love just calling yeah, people, calling NPCs, people NPCs, NPCs, but yeah. it's literally, it's so damaging. I mostly say it as a joke, though. Like, that's what that's Famous, an NPC yeah. I, I see walking around. But, um, yeah, that, but it, it's so easy now to 
when we see somebody, you know, for example, on Facebook, somebody says something that we don't like, we see it on Facebook and we like send it to our friend and we talk shit. Yeah. Right. Like that's a normal part of our American culture, I think now. So bringing that into the workplace is not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard line, but I think that's the direction that we're headed in. So how do you think someone can become a more active member of society? Christian? I'd say reach out to someone that they normally wouldn't or reach out to someone that is within their, not maybe someone that isn't necessarily their friend, but someone that they know lives around them. Like a neighbor. Yeah, like, like a neighbor. Just walk over and if you live in an apartment, knock, knock say hi. Yeah. Give them a little pie. You know, it doesn't even have to be your neighbor. Maybe it's someone that is on the outside of your friend group that you're kind of acquainted with. Mm. Reach out to them. See if they want to go to dinner or hang out or just do something with you. Because that's introducing yourself into a new environment. And most likely they have friends that you don't know. They have more than likely they have friends that you don't know. And that means that you're meeting more people, getting introduced to more ideas. So I'd say reaching out baseline is an amazing thing to do because we all have people that we know that we don't necessarily hang out with all the time. Just because we're busy, we have other friends that we want to see. And you know, it's, it's, it's very easy to get stuck in that I am friends with these people only sort of deal. So maybe reaching out to someone that you're, you wouldn't necessarily reach out to all the time. Reach out to the fringe guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reach out to the fringe guys. And the fringe guys are typically very nice people. Mm -hmm. so, so They literally just want to be a friend. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. So you mentioned something about trying to find a, a community around something you like doing. Finding things that you like to do and then find a community in which you can share that passion and help others grow or, you know, grow yourself. For me, uh, just going to the gym, it, that's helped me a lot. Just find people that like to do the same thing. That's kind of where I've been more introduced into bodybuilding and saying, hey, this might be the community for me. Like, yeah, this is something I can do. So if you like to read books, hit up your Barnes and Noble. Go read. If, you know, they, they have book readings there, you can just meet somebody picking out a if book. If you like coffee, genre. go to coffee shops. Go to like their stuff on Instagram and see who's commenting, mm -hmm. you know, like get to know or maybe get to know the person that works there because they're a person too. Just insert yourself into situations that you're not normally in and say yes to things. I'd say, like, uh, it's very easy nowadays to just say no. Uh, you know, hey, do you, do you want to go on this thing? Just because it doesn't necessarily interest you, yeah. it might still be a valuable experience. Because one, yeah, you're, you're going to be with people, you're going to sh share a memory after that. Yeah. You know, that creates a bond. And not only are you doing that, but you're more than likely supporting local businesses, local economies. Definitely. Going out like that. Yeah, I definitely agree. And then I'd say maybe, uh, oh, Community service. Don donating your time in any form or fashion. Yeah. Uh, you can do it. It may seem like a large task on top of an ever insurmountable amount of work you have to do, but honestly, community service just makes you feel good. Yeah. I honestly need to do more of it, man. I'm not going to lie. because I think we've both gotten away from it. For those of you that don't know, we were in a servant scholar program, and we were heavily involved in community yeah, service. Community service. What was it? We actually had the same service site, the Enoch Calloway Cancer Center. Yep. In LaGrange, Georgia. Place. Miss that place. Good people. Good people. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I, I, we definitely need to get more involved. You know what's weird? I have more ideas for creating a charity than I do have the inclination to want to go to charity events. Is that weird? Like, no. <laughs> I just feel like a lot of charities now are insufficiently run. Exactly. So like, I, feel like, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like a lot of charities aren't even about the people that they're trying to help. I'm on that wavelength. Yeah. yeah. With the CEOs <laughs> that get like $100,000 salaries. More than that, yeah. 
it's a uh, it's very tough. I, I mean, it's it's sort of the backbone of our economic system, though, or it's part of our economic system. It's built into the fabric of our economic system yeah. that, that that creates more money because they get tax write offs if you donate to a charity. Therefore, if you're paying a staff, that means that they will be spending more money in the economy too. So it's like more people. Have, I'm not anti charity by any means, but I'm just saying that maybe all of these organizations. I don't think that all of them have good intentions all the time. I, I just, I just don't. Their money could go to better places. Yeah, we'll say that, and they just don't know how to spend it. That's how some people think about the government, though. You know. Well, that is. The oh, it's, it's true, but that's because the government, I think, is a little. Government doesn't know how to do shit. No, I just think they're deeply corrupt at this point. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Oh, also, you could run for office. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> see, see, like that's the thing is like if you're going to run for office, I automatically think you're a little weird. Yeah. But unless you're like just some very, very good person, I just the mo. I don't think the motive is usually where it is intended to be. Like it, when the founding fathers, I feel like they intended for it to be more of a service. Yeah. Like you're, it's this is an act of service to do this. You're not gonna get paid much. But you're doing it because you love your yeah, country. Yeah, you love blah, your country. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Doing now right it's a pretty easy way to make uh, some a lot of money. Hold on, let me pitch this to you. And I know we might be getting off track a little bit here, but what if those governments and it was never about service and it was just about maintaining power and the structure that we have built Pause. for every society in history has always been about the top one percent. It has always been this way. So wait, you're telling me it's almost like. Kings and queens? Yes. Uh, yeah, but now those? it's just rich yeah. people. <laughs> Wait, what? Who said that? It's been like that since the dawn of time. It has always been like that. Every society there's ever been, it's always been the 1% controlling everyone else. Or, you know, at least a little bit. Yeah. Like uh, 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 serfs. Majority of people in, in, in England were serfs <laughs> for like hundreds of years. <laughs> The, the entire medieval period, all of it, you know, the, the Middle Ages, there was they're like they were essentially just like slaves that like it's crazy. Hey, King all Queen, all to the landowners. And guess oh. and, and oh, who and who do we always talk about here? Landlord. Your landlord. Don't forget to tip him. Don't forget, Don't forget, to, forget tip. to tip him. I love this. You know, uh, well, we really went on a tangent. We really did go on a tangent, but it all comes back. Government bad. No, 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 no. I think it all comes back to you can be an amazing member of society if you if you do the right things in government, but it's really, really hard to not become one of the people that works in government and establishes it as a career. Um, but anyways, guys, to bring it back, we just wanted to say that you should be active in your community. You should get out. You should meet people that you don't necessarily always interact with. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations. We were talking about that with James Woods. It was funny because I was editing the the, the episode yesterday, and we talked about a lot that a lot with James. I live, like, I live by that. I'm not dude, gonna lie. That's James, my mantra right now. I, I shout out James Woods. Go check out that episode. Really amazing guy. Uh, super nice. Really funny. Very insightful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he, the man is full of ref, he is full of reflection, yeah. and it is so <laughs> cool to talk to someone like that that really understands who they are. But hopefully we helped you and gave you a couple ideas for how you can be less isolated, get out a little more, um, and be an active member in society and, you know, live a good life. Just really loving your landlords, tipping them Tip your landlord. as much as you can, and just make sure they have a good day. Yeah. Their needs before yours. That's what we learned. Their needs before yours. Think about it. You're paying their mortgage, so you guys have a very deep relationship with each other. <laughs> so, all right, guys. We love you so much. 
Um, and thank you for listening to this different sort of episode. We enjoyed it. Nice having you. Peace.